ओम ज्ञान चिरंधस्यलाकाया Mahavana di Krishna i Balaram provodit svoje dječačke zabave. Sva slava Keši Gati, gdje Krišna ubio demona Kešija. Sva slava Vamši Vata Drvetu, gdje je Krišna privukao sve gopije svojim sviranjem plavte. Sva slava za svih 12 šuma vrindavana. Na svim tim mjestima Sin Nandeš i Krišna izvodi svoje zabave. Sva slava Krišinom uzvišenom ocu i majci Nandi i Jašodi. Sva slava dječacima pastirima koje predvodi Šridan i starijem bratu Šimati Radarani i Ananga Mađari. Sva slava kravama i teladi Vrindavana. Sva slava radinom božanskom ocu i majci Vrišabanu i preljepoj Kirpidi. Sva slava paodna masi majice Sandipani Munije, Baki Madu Mangale i Nandi Muki, voljenim učenicima Devarši Narada. Sva slava mladim pastiricama vrađe. Sva slava, sva slava Gopišvara Šivi, koji prebiva u Vrindavanu kako bi zaštitio svetu damu. Sva slava, sva slava Krišninom, smiješnom Bramana, prijatelji Bramani Madu Mangale. Sva slava Rama Gatu, gdje je gospodin Balaram izvodio svoje rasoplesu. Sva slava gospodinu Balaramu, sinu Rohini. Sva slava, sva slava svim stanovnicima Vrindavana. Sva slava ženama, ponosnih većih Bramana. Sva slava ženama, zmije Kalije. Kroz čistu devociju oni su dostigli lotu sva stopologa. Sva slava, sva slava božanskom rasoplesu, koji je najljepša gospodinova zabrava. Ujvala means resplendent, blazing, which is the essence of all rasas, which is the parakya bhava, the mode of the gopis and being Krishna and the gopis and being the Krishna being the lover of the unmarried gopis, which is literally propagated in Vrindavan, only known in Vrindavan. Then remembering the lotus feet of Janava, the wife of Lord Nityananda, this lowly Krishna Das, as he describes himself, sings Nama Sankirtan. Nama Sankirtan. <coughs> 
Yeah, everyone please move forward as we hope that more devotees will recover from the midday assault on the stomach which which uh, traditional Lika prasadam knock you out prasadam Hare Krishna Okay, that's supposed to wake everyone up. <laughs> so, as uh, those of you who are present would have noticed, we presume, uh, we all just sang the Kirtan Jaya Radhe Jaya Krishna Jaya Vrindavan, glorification of Radha and Krishna in Vrindavan, which those of you who are also present yesterday and in this morning's class may wonder why are we singing this after classes strongly declaring that we will speak the philosophy of Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam and we will not at least prematurely jump into Gopi Lila. So now all of a sudden I sung this song. So all of those, I said yesterday, if you don't like it, you can go drive off in your car. Well, you can come back again. Because we haven't banned the Gopis. As Srila Prabhupada wrote in one letter, it's not that, it's not that we banned the Gopis, not banned to speak about the Gopis. So, we don't, it's like, we speak like that because sometimes, or too many times, it's noticed that some devotees, they like to speak on topics uh, which are not very relevant to our present level of understanding and they tend to speak about that as if it's just very normal and natural and we're all on that level but then we're not and it results in an imbalanced approach to Krishna consciousness but on the other hand if we, we, we don't become fanatical anti-Vrindavan don't go to Vrindavan don't ever think of the gopis well, that's just actually the opposite of what we're supposed to be doing Aradha Bhagavan Vajayasatanyo Taddhama Vrindavanam the Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching is to worship Aradya Bhagavan first of all established that we should worship Bhagavan the Supreme Personality of Godhead but then who is that Supreme Personality of Godhead? He paradoxically he is you got that word paradoxically? Yeah. he is the son of the king of Vrindavan namely Nanda Maharaj so that's a paradox isn't it? we're worshipping Bhagavan which means the supreme person and he's the son of someone else how can he be the son? Aham sarvasya prabhavo matas sarvam pravartate iti matva bhajante maam buddha bhava samanvitaha 
Knowing Krishna as the source of everything, he from which everything emanates, knowing this, intelligent people worship Krishna with bhava. So they intelligently worship him, knowing to be the source of everything, and then they find out he's the source of everything, and then they come to the tenth canto of Bhagavatam, actually before that, long before it stated that he is the son of Devaki, son of Vasudeva, so very big, Omnamo Bhagavate Vasudevaya, Krishna is the son of Vasudeva. So it's a paradox, but... That is the very nature of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, that He makes Himself, or He accepts to be subordinate to His devotees. We find in the beginning of the Bhagavatam, it is described, uh, again, everything comes from Him. Janmadiyasyayata, He is completely independent. Swarat. This is the definition of Bhagavan. How the devotees define him. But then he defi- later on in Bhagavatam we find he defines himself. Aham Bhakta Paradhina. Nahi Asvatantra Ivadvija. I am not, he says, I am not independent. I am, depend- I am dependent on my devotees. So this is a paradox. Which makes the Bhagavad study of the science of God. Actually, this is the only science of God. We won't find the science of God anywhere else. We're used to these terms. You've all heard this term, the science of God. You've all heard that, right? Bhagavad Tattva Vigyanam. But we won't find this anywhere else. I remember I first read in Prophet's book, Spiritual Knowledge. Now we hear the term, but... When I first read it, it sounded to me very strange because we don't think of spiritual knowledge. We think there's knowledge and there's spiritual, but not spiritual knowledge. Spiritual means belief or some mystic experience, but spiritual knowledge, and even to think that there can be spiritual science where it can be described. I mean, the whole of Islam, as we were just discussing, that's is considered a sin to even think that you can know anything about God or there's anything knowable about Him. Which makes it very strange how you're supposed to surrender to Him and have full faith. But at the same time, if you even think that you can know anything about Him, it's a sin. Him doesn't even fit the word. So spiritual knowledge, Bhagavad Tattva Vigyanam Mukta Sangasya Jayati. The spiritual knowledge, or the knowledge, not only spiritual, but specifically about the personality of Godhead, by which one is liberated from a material association, which means all the knowledge that we have, which is not spiritual knowledge, that binds us in this material world, but knowledge of the personality of Godhead liberates us. So this knowledge, Aradya Bhagavan, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, should be worshipped. That's a religious 
axiom, isn't it? To, yeah. If we, we should worship God. If they, anyone who believes in God, even if they have very little knowledge of Him, they should understand obviously He is to be worshipped. Of course, there are many people who think that we are all God, His perspective. I am you and you are me and anyway, I said it yesterday, so enough. So, uh, that's a stupid idea, that we are all God. Uh, I don't think we need to discuss that anymore, but people have been discussing it since time immemorial and we'll go on discussing it. They're very seriously under the delusion that they are God. But it's stupid. However much they write about it, think about it, write PhD theses on it, and dedicate their whole life to becoming God, life after life, Bahunam Janmanamante, Agyanavan Mam Aprapadyate. After many, many births, people are still stupid. After many, many births, they still don't surrender to Krishna because they are. They're impious, their knowledge is covered by illusion. So, Bhagavan, knowledge, the science of Krishna, no, the science of God, first of all there's the science of God, and then there's understanding of Krishna, who uh, is paradoxical for those who think that they can work out everything about God. God is supreme, we are subordinate, right? It's a fact, straightforward, everyone should understand. But then when you become more advanced, then why hasn't he come home? He's out so much time. Go, Yashoda is sending out Rohini. Go and bring him back. And she comes back and said, he wouldn't come, then she has to go herself. Okay, come. And Krishna has to go. So, some people may think that this is blasphemous to think that God is under the control of anyone, but He is by His own choice. This is not explainable in logical terms. And the Supreme, He's not is not obliged to be under the logical understanding of anyone. So, Aradya, Aradya Bhagavan Tadhama Vrindavanam. So, we were, his place is Vrindavan. So, we were singing Jai Radhe, Jai Krishna, Jai Vrindavan. And, yeah, I started by saying that, well, those who didn't want philosophy, those who only want bhajans and stories, uh, well, we'll have philosophy, and again philosophy. Then we're going to talk of Vrindavan, then again philosophy. But ultimately, that is to be entered into, experienced, but not prematurely. It's not that we shouldn't speak about these topics at all. It's not that we don't sing Jaya Radhe, Jaya Krishna, Jaya Vrindavan, Sri Govinda, Gopinath, Madan Mohan. We should sing. But we should also sing songs uh, that are appropriate to our level of spiritual advancement. Gopinath, Mama Nivedana, Kama Mama Maragona, this 
This is appropriate to the level of most devotees beginning in spiritual life. It seems to us a long beginning. Gopinath, Bhaktirotako calls out to Gopinath, the most dear deity. Oh, oh, name for Krishna, Gopina, the Lord of the Gopis. He says, Mama Nivedana Shuna. Just, he doesn't ask him, he just says, he just tells him, you listen, just listen to what I have to say. I am a worldly rascal, always attached to lust. I have no good qualities. So this may be very appropriate for our level of spiritual advancement. So therefore we discuss again and again Bhagavad Gita, topics of Bhagavad Gita. In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna, the same Lord Krishna, who is Gopinath, who is running with Madhya Yashoda chasing him, the same Krishna speaks Bhagavad Gita. And within Bhagavad Gita, he discusses how lust, material desire, it is the great enemy of the conditioned soul, it is the cause of our incarceration in this material world. Why? Someone, who is that? Mentioned, was that money that promoted us? Why do bad things happen to good people? You were discussing that article. Great title for an article. But Arjuna asked the question, why do good people do bad things? And that's the answer to the question, why do bad things happen to good people? Because good people do bad things. And then what is the answer? Kama Esha, Koda Esha, Rajoguna Samudbhava. Mahashana Mahapama Vidyenam Ihavairinam. This is Iha in this world. This is our enemy. The enemy is lust. Which lust and anger born of the mode of passion which is the uh, like a great fire. Mahashana Mahapa a great sin which we should know to be our enemy. So we can discuss the gopis. We like to hear about the gopis. We should hear about the gopis. We're not banning the gopis. But we should also know that what is that? That Atendriya Priti Vancha Tare Bale Kam Krishnendra priti icha dhare prema nam. There is a difference between the gopi's desire and material desire. The desire to satisfy our own senses is called kama or lust. And the desire to satisfy Krishna is called prema. So this is quoted in Chaitanya Charitamrita describing the pastimes of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, which are uh, 
intimately linked with Krishna's Vrindavan Lila, especially his Gopi Lila. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's pastimes, of course we find Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and he also, on Vijaya Dashami he dresses up as a monkey and attacks Lanka, taking the position of a servant of Lord Rama and he accepts devotees who are devotees of Lord Rama he doesn't ban them when they say that we want to worship Ram he says very good you worship Rama so he is Krishna who is Akhila Rasamrita Murti. He is Krishna himself is the Emporium. You have that word? It means the like a big bazaar where you can get everything. Storehouse of all uh, rasas. And actually even Jara Ras, even the mundane rasa. That's not there in Krishna, but Yeyata Mang Prapadyante Tangsataiva Bajamiaham. Krishna reciprocates with everyone as they reciprocate with him. So if we think Krishna is someone someone mundane, Krishna will treat us like that also. So all the rasas are there in Krishna. Uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he, uh, well it's specifically said that he came to propagate Bhakti Chari Bhav then the four, Dasya, Sakya, Vatsalya Madhurya he came to pro- propagate uh, pure Krishna consciousness in the mood of a servant the mood of a friend the mood of a uh, of Krishna consciousness is in the mood of as is stated in Chaitanya Charitamrita in the mood of Radharani at the time when Uddhava came to Vrindavan she's feeling great separation and Uddhava came and first they thought Krishna would come then they were disappointed and then there was so much talk of Krishna so this is Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's intimate Leela so uh, we can hear these things and discuss these things and Pujala Raghapata Gaurava Bhanga this Bhaktisiddhanta Sri Thakur stated that this Raghapata Raghapata or the path of of pure attachment to Krishna that we, we don't reject that that is our aim to enter that path but we worship that path we worship the devotees on that path it's not that we artificially try to pretend that we're on the path but we worship that path and ultimately the uh, yeah, the, the goal of the Gorya Vaishnavas is to uh, go beyond the even the initial understanding of God as a person and to be extremely personal with him. As one of my God brothers told me many years ago, Srila Prabhupada. He was present when Prabhupada said that my only desire is to go to Golok Vrindavan and steal Krishna's lunchbox. More evidence for those who... Anyway, who is Prabhupada? 
So the pure purity is required. Complete purity. Anyone who steals Krishna's lunchbox with any desire other than to please Krishna becomes a worm in stool. Anyone who insults Krishna without any without that intimate relationship with Krishna, he also becomes a worm in stool. There are many worms. We find that Arjuna he he said, I, ins- I insulted you, Krishna. He was apologizing. That uh, sometimes I would insult you. Uh, and he's, he mentioned pramada and pranaya, that out of madness or out of love, people can insult Krishna. So love is also madness, but another kind of madness is to, like Shishupal insult Krishna. When the gopis insult Krishna, Krishna is very happy. When Shishupal insulted Krishna the 101st time, Krishna cut off his head. He didn't cut off the gopis' heads. There's no question. So there's a difference between the pure desire of the pure devotees and the impure desire. Kama. Atendya priti vancha tare bale kama. Material desire is that which binds us in this material world and is very different from the pure spiritual desire of those who cannot imagine anything but to please Krishna. We are, we are discussing again and again and again and again and again and again. We have to please Krishna. We have to serve Krishna. And then we hear, yes, 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 and immediately we think how I can satisfy my own senses. We are diseased. So our disease is to be uh, rectified. And the medicine, the medicine for material life is to uh, hear about Krishna from devotees. How does that verse begin? How does that verse begin? Those who are uh, actually free from from material desire they can actually glorify Krishna they will take pleasure in glorifying Krishna otherwise we take pleasure in glorifying ourselves we're supposed to glorify Krishna's Nam, Gun, Rup, Lila, Name, Form, Qualities, Pastimes but our disease is that we like to hear our own name, form, qualities and pastimes. If we hear someone is speaking, we listen. Are they praising me or what? what's going on? Are they praising me or are they, are they uh, insulting me? And we like to hear someone will glorify. Oh, we may even... Glorify ourselves in, in the absence of anyone glorifying ourselves, we may think of our own great qualities, our own activities. We like to speak about ourselves. I did this, I did this, I, I'm going here, I'm doing this. I, 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 I. Maharaj sends me I, 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 I. That which makes our sense of I-ness ahamka that which makes me I so proper ahamka is aham krishna dasa I am the servant of krishna and anything else I am Croatian 
I am a man, a woman. This is my husband. This is my wife. This gives our sense of identity. So this is all uh, opposite to love for Krishna. Ahamkara, rub, lila, my activity. Yeah, we like to we like to glorify our own name, fame, glory, but. Krishna conscious means to glorify Krishna's name, fame, glory. So the pure devotees, they cannot think of anything but to glorify Krishna. And for ourselves, we have our own desires. There is a big difference. So, uh, we should hear regularly Bhagavad Gita, topics of Bhagavad Gita. How Krishna cures Arjuna of the disease of acting for his own desire, which is what we all do in this material world. Of course, Arjuna is a pure devotee, he's an internal associate of Krishna. Srila Prabhupada notes in one purport that when Krishna spoke Bhagavad Gita to Vivasvam, then Arjuna was also present there in some other capacity. So wherever there is Krishna, Yatra Yogeshvara Krishna, Yatra Pata Dhanadara, Tatra Sriya Vijaya Bhuti, Dhruva Nitya Matir Mama. Wherever there is Krishna and Arjuna, there is certainly opulence, victory, morality, all these things are present. So wherever there's Krishna, there's always opulence, victory, morality. Where is it? Tatra Shriya Vijaya Bhuti. Dhruva Niti Maha. Great strength. Is it? Where does that come? Maharaj knows. Victory, yeah, I said. Tatra Shri, which is opulence. Vijaya. Victory. Morality is Niti, yeah. So, uh, but where, where the Krishna, wherever he is, all these are always present. So Arjuna must be present also. <laughs> Arjuna is always with Krishna. Wherever Krishna goes, Arjuna is there. So uh, there was no question of Arjuna actually being in Maya, but he appeared to be so. For Arjuna, it is natural to think of Krishna. He doesn't, he doesn't have to take training. Bhagavad Gita course, Bhakti course, Bhakti Shastri, Bhakti Bhakti. Arjuna, before you fight, go and get a Bhakti Shastri. Then you can fight. No, no question. He is fighting. Because he had his Bhakti Shastri degree from uh, Krishna. But for us, we need, just like Arjuna before fighting, he got so many tools from throughout, the, throughout his life. He was being given more and more tools, more and more weapons, collected them as he went along so that he could fight for Krishna. So at Kurukshetra he got from Krishna also the tool of knowledge, Bhagavad Tattva Vidyanam, the science of the knowledge of Krishna, by which he could, the means by which we can come to the level of Arjuna, the means by which we can come to the level of all the great pure devotees of Krishna is 
knowledge of why we should serve Krishna, how it's in our own self-interest. Arjuna thought it was in his self-interest not to fight. After hearing Bhagavad Gita, he understood that his, really his self-interest is to fight because his self-interest lies in not thinking of his self-interest but lying in uh, what Krishna wants him to do. So our aim is undoubtedly as Prabhupada writes in one purport in the songbook he said the aim of this Krishna conscious movement is to join Krishna in Vindavan in his pleasure dance. So the aim is to join the Rasalila. That is our aim. But at the same time, we have to know the means to do that. How are we going to do that? Shall we, shall the men dress up as gopis and just Lord Shiva's guarding the Rasa Mandala and just send someone over there to talk with him and then slip in behind and join the Rasa Lila? It's not going to happen. It's not possible by any material means. Lord Shiva is omniscient and we won't even get that far. And Krishna, even though he's dancing with the gopis and appears to be a great enjoyer, which he is, he's the greatest enjoyer, but he's also, he never stops being Bhagavan. So we can't get in illicitly. We can't, by dressing up as a gopi or having a sex change operation or something, you, it's not possible to enter the Rasalila. Or even if one is born in this life in a woman's body and you may think, well, I've got a better chance, but that won't help us either because Krishna is not attracted to a mundane female body any more than he's attracted to a mundane male body. Krishna is not attracted to any anything material. So Krishna gives us the instruction in Bhagavad Gita by which we can purify our contaminated consciousness. We cannot, but we can accept the process by which Krishna, Vidhunoti, Suhrit, Satam, he cleanses. Krishna cleanses. He is so kind. He cleanses the heart of the pure devotees who are always willing to listen to his message, as we heard this morning, because that's what we hear again and again and again. And people think, I heard it already. I only hear it again. I want to hear about the gopis. Nothing about this philosophy. But that's not the system that Krishna gave. Krishna came as Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He is Krishna. Come to give knowledge. Otherwise there's no knowledge of it. Who, who is going to teach about the gopis anyway? Who, who but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu? That... Uh, Baraja, what is that? Baraja Juvati Bhavera Bhakati Shakati Hoitoka, who but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu can teach about the love of the gopis. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu introduced that. Anarpita Charyam Shirad Karun Yavatiyan Okalo. Samapiyatam Unatajvala Rasa Swabhakti Shriyam. Again, that Ujvala Rasa comes that we sung in the song, which had not been offered was not offered in this world for a very long time, which means since the last day of Brahma, which is a long time. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came and in this Kali Yuga he offered the uh, 
Unatajwala rasa svabhakti shriyam, the treasure of devotion to himself, the uh, topmost resplendent rasa emotional flavor. This is, in other words, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to reveal gopi ras, gopi bhav, gopi prem ras, raja bhav, all these different terms are there. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give that he did that through Harinam and he himself didn't write very much we only have eight verses that we know Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually there are others but these are specifically known to have been uh, composed by him during, during the time of his manifest presence this was known to be although uh, Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur or Bhakti Nautakar, he said that. This uh, Upadesh Amrita, that's also spoken by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. That on the beach at Puri, he spoke these verses. What we have as Rupa Goswami is Upadesh Amrita. So, so many teachings are there. Even this uh, Atendra Priti Vancha Tare Balekam, Krishnendra Priti Icha Dhare Premanam, this is written by Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami, but we can understand that it's, the inspiration is coming from Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. It's his teachings. So all these teachings, they're coming from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. But systematically he presented his teachings through the six Goswamis. Yesterday we sang the Sharagoswami Ashtaka. The six Goswamis, they worked hard. They weren't just some Babaji's just lounging around in Vrindavan. Actually many of the, the serious Babaji's, they also work hard actually. They get up early in the morning, they chant lots of rounds, they do austerities, but it's not that easy to be a... If you're a real Babaji, it's not that easy, actually. But the six Goswamis, they were not just thinking of their own bhajan, even though they were, as we again sang yesterday. Gopi Lahari. Kalola Magno Muhur. They were absorbed in the bliss of the gopis, surfacing and diving in the waves of the nectar. Radha Krishna Maharanisham Prabhajato. They were day and night, they were worshipping Radha and Krishna. But their worship didn't take the form only of chanting rounds. They chanted a lot of rounds, they did a lot of kirtan. They were, but at the same time, they uh, composed many, many books for the benefit of human societies. And Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave these teachings. He taught Rupa and Sanatana, Goswamis. He gave them his teachings and told them, now you make books out of this. So Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught how to attain the position of the residents of Vrindavan through Rupa and Sanatana and the other Jiva Goswami. The very uh, exacting analysis, elaborate analysis of the teachings of Srimad Bhagavatam. So, again, it's not that we're saying don't be a gopi, we're saying be a gopi. Yes, we should all be gopis. Write it down. Put it in your notebooks. Put it on dandavats.com. Bhaktivikar Swami said we should all be gopis. What happened to him? 
But we should know how to be gopis according to the system that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gave. How to be gopis. Or maybe, maybe if we're fortunate, we may, as Uddhava said, we, we may not be a gopi, we may be some blade of grass in Vrindavan. That, that's actually very ambitious to be seen to become a gopi. But uh, Uddhava, he prayed, maybe I could become a piece of grass in Vrindavan, at the edge of Vrindavan, so sometimes the gopis may walk. And I may get the dust of their feet on my head. So, to be a gopi is highly ambitious, but it's not impossible. Uh, at the present time, we can remember Atendra Priti Vanchatare Bole Kam. We're on the level of personal self-desire. Uh, how we can satisfy our own senses and to go up to the other level, Premana, uh, to go to the level of loving Krishna, well, first we have to finish the first line. When that's thrown out, when there's no more of that, then we can enter the actual. Uh, our act, anarta means that which is meaningless, that which is useless, unnecessary. So when that is fully negated, then there's the question of arta praviti, entering into our real necessity. So we should become gopis, but we should know how to become gopis. Gopi or gopi bhartur pada kamaleya dasudas anudasadas. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually didn't teach how to become a gopi, but he taught how to become a servant of the servant of the servant of the servant of Krishna, who is the maintainer of the gopis, lover of the gopis. So, uh, yeah, we should know how, do, how did Chaitanya Mahaprabhu teach us that? How did he teach us to be... Well, what is the path he gave? He didn't say to dress up as a gopi or forget the Bhagavad Gita, hate Bhagavad Gita. He didn't say that. He himself quoted Bhagavad Gita, we find so many times. Uh, but he gave the process. He, he taught through Rupa Goswamis and all the other Goswamis. Rupa, Sanatan, Jiva Goswamis wrote uh, many books suitable for people who want to be devotees. We find Rupa Goswami began his handbook of Krishna consciousness, the Bhakti Vasamrita Sindhu, with a description of Sadhana Bhakti. Under Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's direction, he, he gave this what we should do, what we should not do. Gopal Bhatta Goswami, Sanatana Goswami, they wrote of Sharanagati. What, what, what is the path of surrender that we have to follow? Bhaktino Thakur, he analyzed that. Ah, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, how did he teach? How did he teach Krishna consciousness? What did he come to do and how did he teach? We can see this whole series of songs, Sharanagati, this most valuable guide in Bhaktino Thakur's songs and for devotees, the various kirtans there, collections of Bhaktino Thakur's teachings and uh, emotional, spiritual emotional experiences. He teaches many songs suitable for those who would be devotees. 
Those who are aspiring to be devotees, teaches us how to be devotees. Manasa deho gaiho jo kichuwa apilantu apade nandakisha. All these, so. Uh, that my mind, body, house, everything. I have offered to you. I am offering to you. So there are so many songs like this which are suitable. And then there are songs also for those in the stage of perfection. He gives everything. So that's all within the process of Sharanagati. It's not that we surrender to Krishna and then that's we forget. But even in the the highest stage, Pachinot Thakur shows in that series of songs that devotees are always in the shelter of Krishna. So he uh, begins that series of songs by saying, Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Jiva Dayakari Shapashada Shia Dhamma Shaha Avatari. He says that Shri Krishna Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Shri Krishna Chaitanya, being very merciful to the jivas, appears along with his associates and his own dham. He descends. And then he describes all the processes of uh, Sharanagati, Anukul Yasya Sankalpa, all this. Then uh, he finishes the song by saying that uh, What is that? He says that I am the most fallen then you teach me Sharanagati by which I may become topmost. The Sharanagati, the, the process of surrender, taking shelter of Krishna. No, and, and the line before that is Shikai Sharanagati, Bhakatera Pran, this is the process of Sharanagati is the very life of the devotees. So this is the teaching of Bhagavad Gita. Sarva dhamam paradita jamane kam sharanam raja. Sharanam, taking shelter of Krishna, surrender to Krishna. All that Krishna teaches in Bhagavad Gita leads to this. Think of me, be my devotee, surrender to me. And from there, this Prabhupada explained that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teachings begin from this level, where what Krishna has given as the ultimate teaching in Bhagavad Gita, when we've been through all karma, jnana, yoga, material, overcoming material attachment, surrender to Krishna, and then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu takes it up from there. Then enter into Srimad Bhagavatam. The first verse of Srimad Bhagavatam summarizes all that Krishna spoke about himself in Bhagavad Gita. In the second verse, uh, proposes to kick out all cheating religion. There is some discussion in Srimad Bhagavatam, but not as much as in Bhagavad Gita about all different paths. Bhagavatam is a discussion of bhakti. So all cheating religions, dharma, artha, kama, moksha, which are the are considered the uh, this 
religiosity, economic development, sense gratification and liberation. These are the subjects of the uh, or the goals of persons who follow the Vedic path. But in uh, Bhagavatam kicks all of those out. Fully pra-ujita, fully kicked out. From Bhagavatam. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu also says the, the real subject is Prem. Prem is the Purusharta. Love of Krishna is the ultimate meaning or goal of the Krishna Bishayak Prem. Param Purusharta. Jara Agi Chunatulla Chari Purusharta. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that the Prem, pure love for Krishna, is the actual goal for every living person, every living being, in comparison with which dharma, artha, kama and moksha are insignificant. So this is the teaching of Srimad Bhagavatam and Vedyam Vasava Matravasa. This is the real subject. When you've crossed over all the Vedas, Shuti Vipratipannata, when we've heard all of these things in the Vedas and we come to this point, surrender to Krishna, then we can hear the message of Srimad. What is the actual message of Vedas? So there's the, uh, the second verse. States that Srimad Bhagavatam gives the ultimate knowledge of the Vedas, so that relates to the first verse and the third verse. There's Dehali Deepanai, that's called, that when you have a doorway and a light, that means like a lamp, an oil lamp. So it shines light inside and outside. You can inside the room, you can see, and outside in the courtyard, you can also see. So it shines light both ways. So like this, Vedyam Vasava Matrava. This is the real subject. So what is the real subject? In the first verse, it's described. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. This is the subject. Srimad Bhagavatam. Understand the Krishna, the supreme personality of Godhead, in all his greatness and all his opulence. And then the third verse. What is the actual subject of the Vedas? Nigamakalpatara Galitam Phalam. This is the ripened fruit of the desire tree of the Vedas. You can get anything you want from the Vedas. What do you want? What do you want? Dhanjan, Sundari, we can get everything from the Vedas. We can bring people under our control. This Vishwamitra created a universe. It's getting pretty close to being God, it seems. Uh, within Tantra, you can do all kinds of you know, this, uh, ghostly things, all horrible things. There are many all kinds of things you can get but what what if we come to the ultimate teaching of the Vedas not how to imitate God in either in a either in an extremely petty way like the dog barking and people go past that's also imitating God <laughs> or uh, even uh, Vishwamitra creating a universe that looks pretty good right 
Universum. For people who only conceive of God as the creator of the universe, Vishwamitra looked like he was becoming pretty close. Because he was finished after that, he had no power left. So he had to start again. Okay, back to the austerities. Krishna didn't do austerities to become God. He didn't, be, he didn't become exhausted after creating the world and have to take rest. And then the Jews have their Sabbath. It's because God is resting. Don't dis- Well, we have Deva Shayanam also in Vedic culture. Krishna rests four months. But that's his Leela also. So, uh, yeah, the, the ripened fruit of the desire tree of the Vedic knowledge is Krishna uh, not just bowing down. As Prabhupada, not just bowing down to him, becoming his servant, as Prabhupada sometimes said, why should we want to become one with God? The devotee becomes more than God. We're bowing down to God, He will bow down to you. That's what the demons want. But if we worship Krishna, Atendriya Priti Vanchatare Bale Kam, Krishnendriya Priti Ichadhare Premanam, if there's no personal desire, if there's only the desire to please Krishna, then Nanda Maharaj may very rightfully. And without even saying, son, he should bring my slippers, and Krishna will bring on his head. And there's no thought, he's God, am I committing a sin? That's no thought whatsoever, because it's from the platform of pure love. almost inconceivable. It is inconceivable, everything about Krishna is inconceivable, but that is... The message of Srimad Bhagavatam, Pibata Bhagavata Rasamala, go on drinking this. So this is the message of Bhagavatam. So Vedyam Vasa Matrava, one side there's the opulence of God, the other side, okay, now alright, he's the, the, the source of everything, Janmadhyas so Yataha, everything is maintained by him, everything is destroyed by him, he's independent, all-powerful, all-knowledgeable, the whole material, every whole cosmos, it seems to be real, it's a mirage, like the water seen on land, or what is that, uh, water seen in fire, or land seen on water, he's eternally resplendent in his own dham, which is free from all, uh, um, what's that last line? We're free from all illusion. So this is Krishna. We worship Him. All right. And then the other side. All right. That's all done. We're ready. All right. Krishna is the supreme. Bow down to Him. Go on bowing down to Him. And then there comes the stage when we bow down to Nanda Maharaj. This Chaitanya Mahaprabhu accepted. When he asks this Raghupati Upadhyay. That... Uh, who should we who should we worship? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's teaching is that Aradya Bhagavan Rajeshatanaya that we worship Bhagavan who is the son of Nanda Maharaj. Then why not worship Nanda Maharaj? Krishna is worshiping him. So this Raghupati Upadhyay he said, Ahamiha Nanda Bhaja. Ahamiha Nanda Vanda. 
Say, I worship Nanda Maharaj. He didn't say, I worship Krishna. I worship Nanda Maharaj. Krishna is bowing down to him, then we should bow down to Nanda Maharaj. Isn't it? What do you think? Is it logical? It's beyond logic. If you see Nanda Maharaj, he's offering tax to Kamsa. Then we should worship Kamsa? How far, is, how, how far do we take the logic? Where's the end of all this? If you worship Kamsa, then you get your head cut off. That's what happened to that, uh, that washerman. He, uh, he, actually, if you think from the washerman's position, he, he didn't do anything wrong. He was walking along the way, serving the king, doing his duty, following his own dharma, swadharma nidhamansraya. He's a washerman, he's washing clothes for the king. And these, just some upstart boys from the village, give clothes to us. And he told them, look, you know, it's just nonsense. What are you talking about? This is for the king. Your village boy, don't talk like that. You'll get in trouble. He got in trouble. He got his head, got his head cut off for his trouble. But from the, uh, it didn't seem like he was doing anything wrong. I mean, if, if some young boy say something outrageous, he was just correcting them for their own good. But the result was he got his head cut off. So we, we better, before we jump into Mathura and Vrindavan, we better understand what's going on. The normal laws don't work. If, we, if we're still on the platform of self-interest and we don't know who's who and what's what and what are the, what are the workings, we're going to get in a lot of trouble. Instead of dancing with the gopis, we'll be uh, sent to hell. If, if the, the normal worldly laws don't work, they come to the king of Mathura. You should respect the king. It says in the Vedas. Krishna himself says, Naranam Chandaradhipam. Among the men I am the king. He's a representative of Krishna. So you should respect him. But then not this king, because he's a demon. He hates Krishna. Then Nanda Maharaj is offering him respect. How does that work out? So the normal logic doesn't work here. It's different working. And that cannot be understood as long as we're on the platform of self-interest. It's not possible. It, it, the logic doesn't work. Achintya, this is called achintya. Bheda bheda. Achintya. It doesn't mean it's totally inconceivable. It's not like this idea that Muslims have Allah. You don't. Allah. He's all, he, not exactly he, I don't know what they, they use in Arabic, because not he, not she, or not neuter, what's the word, you know, any, hmm? any people from Muslim background here who might know the Arabic, anyway, Allah is, not, don't think about, because to, even to think about Allah is, even to try to conceive of Allah is wrong. So Krishna is inconceivable. But that doesn't mean totally, not inconceivable in the sense that we can't conceive of Him whatsoever. Then we become complete impersonalists. If we think that, well, 
Ako mislimo, uh, he can't conceive it. That means he has no name, form, qualities. He was supposed to think of Krishna, but if he's totally inconceivable, then how are we going to think of Krishna? But it means that by a material intelligence we cannot understand Krishna. And by spiritually purified intelligence, that also only to some degree can we understand Krishna. Otherwise Krishna is inconceivable. <laughs> so, yes, we should speak about the gopis. <laughs> Who's seen a gopi? Anyone seen any gopis? Now you're surprised. That's an achintya question. What's he, what's he saying here? Yes, no, maybe. Anyone? Any offers? Radharani, she's the queen of all the gopis. Radhe Vindavaneshwari. If we go to Mayapur, there's her eight sakis are there. Manifest. They're there? They're dancing, we heard in the morning that Krishna's Rasalila, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has. He leaves Navadweep and picks up a stick. So. Krishna's dancing. Is the Radharani is there? Krishna is there? The eight gopis are there? Must be a lot more gopis too. Many gopis. How many gopis? Billions of gopis. Is there, go- there are gopis who are dancing, and then there are others who are dressing them up, and little gopis waiting to f- fan them, massage them, put oil on their body, change their clothes. We only see. Nine gopis. There are many more. And what do we see? <laughs> what do we see? So we have to get the spiritual eyes. Okay, let's have a quiz. Eight gopis. What are their names? Anyone? Who's the first? Oh, no, not you, Maharaj. Come on. That's not fair. We don't ask the, we're asking the students here, not the professor. Okay, who's number one? Number one gopi after Radharani is? Lalita, number two. Okay, that's two. Then? Anyone? Hands up. Chitra. Induleka. Champak, almost, a little longer. Champakalata. Sudevi. Ranga Devi and Tunga Vidya Jai. How about the eight queens of Krishna? Number one is hmm. Satyabhama doesn't think Rukmini is number one. <laughs> what number is she in the order of marriage? Number two? Number two? Isn't Jambavati number two? In order of marriage? Maharaj knows Krishna book off by heart, so he should know. Maharaj knows Krishna book. First comes Rukmini, then comes... Isn't Jambavati number two in order of marriage? No, okay. He's, he's the professor, I told you. Okay, Satyabhama, Jambavati, then... Okay, we already said Rukmini. Satya, whose other name is... Any other name for Satya? Uh, no, she's, we already said Satya Bama. Hmm? 
Kalindi became uh, Kalindi uh, number four, isn't it? She she became four. Lakshmana, Mitravinda, Bhadra. That's eight. But wait a minute, did we get them all? No, we had eight. Satya is Nagnajiti. That's another name for her. Bhadra, actually, yeah, Bhadra. Hmm, I remember there's something wrong with my counting. And then who's then Krishna has how many other queens? Sixteen thousand one hundred. Who's the head of them all? Aha, Who's the head of them all now? Rohini. Yes, Rohini. Not the mother of Balaram, another Rohini. All right, there's our Krishna quiz. Little fun, life's fun. Everything's nice. Everything's blissful. And study Bhagavad Gita, also blissful. Gita Amritam. It's also bliss. Don't think that Bhagavad Gita is not bliss. Okay, what's the Bhagavad Gita verse when the rain falls? You should know this one very well living here. Aham Barsham Migrinami Udsrijami Cha. I withhold the rain and send it. So there's a verse for everything. And when the sun shines, what's the verse for that? Rasoham Absukonteya Prabhasvi Shashi Surya Yoha. So there's a verse for everything. You can remember Krishna all Remember Krishna. Even when there's cheating, we can remember Krishna. As Krishna says, I am cheating. How about that? Who's been cheated? Anyone here ever been cheated? We've all been cheated, yeah. It's sometimes embarrassingly, isn't it? And we realize how stupid we are to get cheated. But that's also a representation of Krishna. As Prabhupada said, I remember seeing one devotee looking shocked when he heard this. That Prabhupada said that even if someone is a great drunkard, if every time he thinks when he drinks wine, this tastes which I like so much. This is Krishna. One day he'll become a great devotee. I remember I saw, the first time I heard that one devotee was telling me and it was like, he was thinking, oh. So that means I can go back and become a drunkard? Not recommended. Already a great devotee chanting Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So we should chant as last night. Such nice kirtan. There was no seminar and chanting. And chanting. So we should do that and study Bhagavad Gita and philosophy and all become gopis. <laughs> By the method that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu taught. Of course, Arjuna, he doesn't want to become a gopi. If we ask Arjuna to put on a sari, he, well, he did actually, didn't he? As a eunuch, he was living with the women. 
That was a great insult. For, for anyway, he did it for Krishna. Everything for Krishna's pleasure. But uh, yeah, it's not the only leela, as Prabhupada often pointed out. There are so many leelas of Krishna, so many avatars of Krishna. Who knows where Vamana leela is? You won't know. Do you know Bhagwatanand? You're from. Born in Gujarat. Vaman Lila. Where is that? Which place? On just like Krishna Lila is in Vrindavan, Mathura, Dwaraka. Vaman Lila. Do you know? Yeah, no. You also lived in Gujarat. Anyone? No. It's in Brigukach. It's mentioned. Mentions in the Bhagavatam that he came. Bali Maharaj is performing sacrifice on the bank of the Narmada at Brigu Kach, which is the modern day Bharuch. About one hour's train from south from Vododara. So we have devotees there now, and I suggested, I won't be there, but I suggested that they should make a celebration and invite all the people of the city for on Vaman Dvadeshi. All the people of Bharuch know. At least the Hindus, they know that this is the place of Vamandi, but they, they don't know very much, so that should be revived. Vaman Lila. Very sweet Lila. Very nice. Very nice little boy. And he took everything away. And then that uh, sister of Bali Maharaj, you think, oh, such a nice boy. So beautiful. I would like to. I have a boy like that. I would like to suckle such a baby from my breast. What was her name? Ratnamala? Then afterward, when she saw, oh, he took everything away. That Vishnu, the enemy, did it again. The enemy of our family. She became so envious of him. She thought, I'd like to kill him. So she got her desires fulfilled. She came as Putana. So she fed him from her breast. And she wanted to kill him, but she couldn't kill him. So if you like, you can go to Bharuj in Gujarat. All these festivals we can celebrate. Even if there's not an elaborate celebration, you can read Srimad Bhagavatam, the relevant chapters. Very nice. Is it not to hear? We can sing Jai Dev's song. Srinu Sukadam Shubhadam Bhavasaram. Hearing this gives auspiciousness and pleasure in this otherwise completely miserable and horrible world. So we can do that. We're not against Leela. We want, we shall hear Leela, we shall discuss Leela, we shall enter into that. But let's do it in a uh, in a realistic way. Not that one day we're talking of Gopi Leela and the next day we're, or the next day then we're smoking cigarettes. Not like this. Not in a cheating method. In, a, in the method given by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the Acharyas. That we chant Hare Krishna, hear about Krishna, Study Bhagavad Gita, apply, follow the principles in our lives, all these different things. The subject matter of Krishna is the only subject worth hearing. There are many subjects as Shotavyadini, Rajendra, Nirvan, Sahasrasha. There are so many subjects to hear about. But Afashyatam, Atmatabham, where's 
Where's uh, Jagannath Sutta? Is he there? He's not there, no. So there are so many subjects to hear about. But only hearing about Krishna will purify us. There are many interesting things. Many interesting things in the history of the world. Many interesting, so many interesting subjects. We can spend our whole life on the internet. There's so many interesting things we can hear about. And the result will be we won't go to Krishna. Punarapi jananam, punarapi maranam. Punarapi janani jatharaishayanam. Again and again getting born, again and again dying, again and again entering a mother's womb. So, better that we cultivate hearing about Krishna. We should do this. Camp is meant for that, right? And actually in India, in many ways, it's very favorable. Just like you're in Tamil Nadu, and then you can take all the devotees to some Divya Desham, holy place connected with Krishna. There's so many. How many in Tamil Nadu? About 80, is it? 87 and there's two which we have to go back to Godhead the, uh, to go there one is the uh, Vaikuntha and the other one is what the Viraja what is that? there are two two which are not attainable in this body so all the rest are in India so, in one press conference uh, Prabhupada was, he was in Fiji and he was asked something about this about India Prabhupada said make the whole world India so it doesn't mean to build Tata truck factories in in Croatia. That's not the point. Or to have an uh, Italian housewife running the country. That's not what Prabhupada meant when he said, "Make the whole world India." It means the culture, spiritual culture. So that should be reproduced everywhere. Hare Krishna. Yeah, any questions, comments? Please. So what should we do? Should we become gopis or study Bhagavad Gita? What's the conclusion of all this? Study Bhagavad Gita and become gopis. (laughs) 
Gopi Gita. Yeah, there's Gopi Gita also. <laughs> actually, yeah, actually, that's an interesting <laughs> point. There, there is Gopi Gita also. Yeah, there are many Gitas: Uddhava Gita, Brahma Gita. One of my disciples asked me about chanting Gopi Gita every day. She asked me, "Can I chant every day?" So I said, "Yes, chant every day, but chant one bag- one chapter of Bhagavad Gita also, and read Bhagavad Gita as it is every day also." So it's not that we there's no rejection, not at all. That is our worshipable aim and object, but. Step by step also. We should know. That Divya Prabhanda gave me yesterday this Dhanjan Sundari. How to be free from Dhanjan Sundari. Just speak the truth, be Krishna conscious and Dhanjan Sundari that won't come. If we want name, fame, glory, we can work for that. But if we want Krishna consciousness, then everything material will leave us. We don't have to leave it. We don't have to throw away the money in our pockets. But uh, if we if we speak the blunt truth, as it is not liked, by most of the people of the world, then uh, the uh, the rich people who like to sponsor religion that will uh, flatter them, they won't come. We won't get many followers. If we tell all the beautiful young women that your body uh, so beautiful is simply a bag full of smelly pus and blood we won't get many followers because the men don't like to hear this either the women definitely don't like it (laughs) and the men also don't like it because they want to think that no it's very nice it's very beautiful so you don't get sundari and if there's no sundari, if there's no beautiful women, then you won't get any men either. Because the men don't come unless there's beautiful women, right? So, so and the dhanjan sundari, we don't get if we're serious about Krishna consciousness. But there's another dhanjan sundari also, which we do get. That uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said that in this Na dhanam, na janam, na sundarim. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, you give me the wages, give me the wealth of premadham, this premadham, this, uh, this treasure of love of Krishna. Can we know the story? Sanatana Goswami had the most valuable thing in the world, in a garbage pit. And what is the real thing he had of value? Chanting Hare Krishna. So that Gopi, yeah, that Gopi Gita, I wanted to relate to that Gopi Gita. Because the Gopis, they also say that we are Ashulka Dasika. We are slave girls. Ashulka means we don't get any payment. They were slave girls, it means. Right? They made themselves slave girls to Krishna. So they didn't get any payment. But they got the payment of Premadhan. Not that Krishna gave it to them. Okay, you take this much, you take that much. But by their a love for Krishna, as Krishna himself said, they, they had from Krishna... To, 
Krishna is a kinchandham. He is the property of those who have nothing. When we have nothing, then we can get Krishna. And if we have something, any other interest, then we don't get Krishna. So dhanjan, uh, if we don't have, if we're not interested in main fame, followers, power, glory, all these things, then we can uh, aspire. Then, and then only is there any hope of worshipping Gopi Jana Vallabha, Krishna who is the husband of the Gopi Jan. So yeah, we want Dhan. We want Jan. And Sundari. Yes. We want beautiful women. The gopis are beautiful women. So they are Vajra Sundari. That's stated in Srimad Bhagavatam. They're called Vajra Sundari. So when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, Nadhanam Najanam Nasundaram, that's material. But spiritually, yes. We should aspire for Dhanjan Sundari. Materially also. Money? Anyone got any money? Money, money, money? You like to give me all your money? And you don't have any money because you're all devotees, right? <laughs> <laughs> Krishna doesn't. Generally, Krishna doesn't give. He may do. He may do. He may, he may give Sudama Vipra had nothing, then he had everything. And then he was devotee with nothing, then he had everything. He may, he may have everything and Krishna may take it all away. No guarantee. Either way. But if there's money, we can serve Krishna. Recently, uh, I was with Ananda my Prabhu, my god-brother, who's been serving in Andhra Pradesh in India for about almost 40 years now. So, in at a meeting like the, like a camp we had with so many devotees, and I, I was interviewing him in public about his memories of when Prabhupada and all this in Andhra Pradesh. So, I asked him to speak about Achutananda Swami, who was very famous. Do you still meet people in South India? Who said, I remember your Achutananda, they were old men. At that time they were young men. They still remember. He was so bombshell effect he had, his preaching. So Anandamai was traveling with him for some time and he used to, they were collecting to build this temple in Hyderabad, which is the capital of, state capital of Andhra Pradesh. So one of the things he would do is say that, you see, uh, he would say, all the women here, you have so many gold ornaments. And we see the deities, they don't have gold ornaments. We have to build a temple for Krishna. And how can you keep your gold ornaments? You should give them all to Krishna. And so many people, so many women would come and give their gold ornaments. And he gave it all to Krishna. And then the next day, one young woman came up to me and gave me her gold bangle and said, please take it and use it for Krishna. I didn't ask her, but she got the idea. But here you don't have gold ornaments, as Prabhupada noted. In the Western countries, they don't have any bangles, and if they do, it's plastic. So who, which is the poor country? In India, you'll see every woman, unless they're a modern computer software engineer or something, or unless they're extremely, they all they all have some gold. Even the even the toiletly, you not know, you don't call them bungies, otherwise you'll go to prison. 
It's a new one. They'll have at least some gold earrings, something they'll have. And in the West, maybe they'll have a gold ring. That's maximum. So anyway, if you have any money, uh, give it all to me. And I won't keep any of it. Right, Gokul Chandra? He knows. I give, I give it to him. And you have to build, you have to build that temple. Don't cheat. I give it to him because I trust him he doesn't cheat. And I don't even ask. People come and give me money. I don't go People come and give. So you don't even have to ask. Dan Jan, you get followers, well, yeah, people come, come. Followers, yes, come. Serve, go out on book distribution. And Sundari, yes, beautiful women, let them come, let them all come. Be beautiful. Prabhupada wrote in Krishna book, Maharaj can give us the exact quote. When people become devotees, they, I remember when I read that, I when people, before they joined this movement, they were looking very, very morose. But after they joined this movement, they become beautiful. Marge can tell you the exact words. Oh, so nice. So I, when I read that, I thought, oh, how can that be? You see, if you have like a, a bent nose or something like that, it doesn't straighten out. <laughs> Someone offered me actually a plastic surgeon. He said, Look, you're going on TV. Why don't you? I'll give you free treatment. He said, It's okay. I didn't bother. So uh, I thought, How can that be? You know, if you're ugly, you're ugly, and uh, that's, it doesn't change. But you become beautiful in Krishna consciousness. I said we're not supposed to talk about ourselves, but I'll relate one anecdote. That I once I was walking in London, and uh, I was out on book distribution, and I just I was just going to the spot actually. I wasn't and I came across two young men, just you know, dressed in as calmly as addressed and immediately I understood I never seen them in my life immediately I understood they're devotees and I said how are you both them? they said how are you both and they were devotees they just come in from New York they've never been in England before they're in calmly clothes but immediately I recognized they're devotees because they're bright and effulgent and calmies aren't like that they look just like them and they were devotees so they were beautiful by their Krishna consciousness I heard I don't know if it's a true story many years ago that they, when devotees were distributing books in the airports in America that some guards had given the, the, the new guards they were instructed how to catch the Hare Krishna devotees who are selling books you see they have a hat and they have this big bag on their shoulder and they have a big smile on their face so if you see anyone smiling arrest them immediately <laughs> Because no one else smiles. The devotees are beautiful by Krishna consciousness. So Sundari, Sundar and Sundari. Men are beautiful, women are beautiful by Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna. Was there, was there any question, by the way? We only Yes. According to Bhagavad Gita, the four categories Brahman, Kshatri, Vaishya, and Sudra. 
Oh, the washerman was doing his duty. That's what I said. It's pretty. Why? Why was the washerman who was doing his duty and he had his head cut off? That's what I said. You better, you better learn the laws of the spiritual world before we go to Mathura. If we try to apply the laws of the material world, we get in trouble. The washerman got his head off, even though he was doing his duty because he was serving the wrong master. He didn't recognize. He hadn't studied Bhagavad Gita as it is and understood that Krishna is the supreme personality of God. Him. And he is the one to be served. That your mundane duty, that's all right, but the highest duty is to serve Krishna. So by, so by his loyalty to Kansa, he became a demon, because Kansa is a demon. Whereas others, like Kubja, she was bringing the sandalwood, the chandan, and Krishna wanted immediately. She said, yes, the same thing. She was bringing the chandan for Krishna, just like the washerman, he was bringing the clothes for Kansa. So she immediately gave it to Krishna. Yes, take it. So she became beautiful. All right, we have two minutes left, so ask your question quickly, please. I don't know if I noticed correctly, but Bhaktivikar Swami has changed uh, from before. I've changed. Well, yesterday was a heavy mood, and today was a light mood. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Yeah, because I was... Well, that's what I had to I, we were there at the beginning of the lecture saying that we would we were saying that we should study philosophy don't throw out philosophy but I was thinking maybe going too much the other way so then we have to it's not only philosophy it's not only Gopi Bhav but both are there that's the point that's the point I'm trying to make in this discussion we're not saying be dry don't uh, only discuss Brahma Gyan. Don't discuss Lila. We don't say we should discuss. We should discuss everything though in the light of the teachings of Bhagavad Gita. And not